Hello, everyone, and welcome to Define. Today, we are going to talk about being seen. Now, as I started working on this post, the original title was Define Compassion. But if you listen to the Define Christie episode, you know that she mentioned being seen and by extension, seeing others as her main goal multiple times. Yes, this is a big critical part of compassion. You can't really have compassion for someone unless you can see them. But to stay true to her main message, I'll be focusing on being seen and seeing others. And if this kind of message resonates with you, I highly recommend going and following her. This is what she's about, is helping you see yourself and helping you to see others. Now, one of the quotes I ran into while researching this that I want to lead with, because you know I love my quotes, is, quote, see the light in others and treat them as if that is all you see, end of quote, by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I love it. Seeing others is a crucial part of being of the being seen concept. But, you know, if you listen to Christy's episode, you know, you can't see others well if you don't see yourself first. So let's dive in. How to see yourself. Now, Christy did a great job explaining how she saw herself after 12 years of striving for perfection. As all my fellow, fellow perfectionist complex people know what I'm talking about. It's hard. It's all consuming. It's very draining. And I love how she expressed her struggle with it. And she just does this so well again. And I'm going to say it's like 10 more times. Go listen to her episode. She just, her energy about it is so captivating and really drives the point home. But I'll do my best to cut the energy of what she, to cover the energy of what she expressed here. It's interesting to see how this meshes into the last three episodes. In order to be able to see yourself, you need to be self-aware, trust what you're seeing, and accept who you are. I love seeing these things work together. If you haven't tuned in those episodes or posts, here's a quick exercise that Christy recommends to get started on seeing yourself. Look in a mirror. For real, look in a mirror, take out a notebook, and write what you see. Now, I, I need to clarify this as someone who's had a traumatic experience with looking at myself and talking myself in mirrors, and that's a horrible story for another time. This is not meant to be a beat myself up exercise. Go into a mental space where you can see yourself clearly and with kindness, and then do this exercise, especially if this has been difficult to do in the past. If you need some help with that, have someone stand by you and list the things they see. Again, if the person that you think, oh, maybe this person can help me, if they're normally a jerk to you, I wouldn't have them do this with you. Just write what you see about yourself and your life right then. Now, she she expressed the look in the mirror thing. And of course, because I've gone through my own look in the mirror and beat myself up phase, I just really want to clarify this. This is not meant to be a beat yourself up. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Get in a kind mental space. You should be able to do it. If you don't like what you see, again, not in a beat up way, a genuine I need to shift way, write down what and why. And one of the things that came to mind when she shared the look in the mirror technique is... About a month ago, and I didn't do the mirror exercise because I have genuinely PTSD with mirrors. Another story for another time. About a month ago, I got an awesome job. One that I've been trying to get and hoping to get, but two or three years from now. It was and is a huge opportunity, and I'm incredibly grateful to have it. It's incredible. And I'm clarifying this not, not just because I'm worried that some of my fellow employees will listen to this, but this, this is a good thing. And so this goes to show not. It doesn't just have to be bad things that make you look at your life and go, hmm, am I off? It can be great things too. And 
something was off. I got this job. I signed it. I get my two weeks. And then it wasn't that it felt wrong. I just felt weird. I'm a really ambitious person, especially at work. And I finally was moving forward on a huge, huge step in my life. And I just felt all my motivation disappear. Like I'm very driven and I'm very motivated, more my work sphere than probably any other sphere of my life. And I just felt it completely go away. It was really bizarre. Not that I suddenly stopped working or anything, like I could still do stuff, but it wasn't, wasn't that same energy. So I took some time to figure it out and what was with the sudden decrease in my drive. And as I th- thought about it, because again, this was a huge blessing. I didn't feel bad about the decision to accept this job and still don't. I, now I, my excitement's come back. Um, but I realized I've been living my life as if my purpose was my work success. And this is still a part of who I am. But since I had hit what I thought was kind of an ultimate goal of this independence and this shift in my career, and what I assumed to increase my drive further, I actually felt deflated because now that I had what in for years, for years thought I'd always wanted, it, I realized it wasn't all I wanted. So what was I supposed to do? So again, after taking some time to figure out what the heck had been going on, I realized that I fell off because although I had accomplished something huge, I could finally, like somehow hitting that meant my brain and my heart had permission to look at the other stuff. I've been so hyper-focused on this one part of my life that I kind of, not that I ignored the other aspects, it just wasn't as high on my list, right? I fell off because although I accomplished something huge, I could finally allow myself to realize that I've been neglecting the other aspects of my life. Not, and again, not that I was some horrible mom or hadn't been trying to date or anything like that, just it was not as high of a priority. It wasn't as such a specific goal and such a motivator for me to get up. So I, I realized I hadn't made any goals around being a mom or getting married again. And after taking the time to understand why I was off, I was able to make goals for the kind of mom I want to be and what kind of marriage I want and what kind of spouse I want in a much more intentional and thoughtful way. And I felt way more balanced since then. So not only has my drive come back for work, but I've just felt more even out. It hasn't been hyper-focused on one sphere of my life. I've finally been able to turn attention to other things. And honestly, one of those things is this podcast. I've been so consumed with myself and have isolated myself a lot since my divorce. And and part of that was good. And I'm grateful because I got close to my family. I've been close to my kids. But I also know part of that was a defense mechanism. So doing this podcast and trying to turn to other people and understand that it's not just about protecting myself. It's about learning to be vulnerable again and helping myself do that by helping others have a safe space to do that in. I was kind of part of it. So all of a sudden, all this energy I'd focused on work that'd be gone by the time I got home, I can now shift throughout the day with my kids more than anyone else. Also with this and with dating, because now I know there's more to life than work. And you've always known that, but I haven't felt it. So that kind of was interesting shift for me. Thanks for dealing with my random tangent. It just hit me really hard. But my point is, take the time to see yourself. And even if you look in the mirror and like everything's fine, nothing's bad, you're, you're good, 
but you're just like meh about your life, then okay, well, what do I need to do to bring some spark back? That's the point. The mirror exercise. And if you don't do it in front of a mirror, although I, I'll go with Christy, go for it. But even if it's just, just taking some time to truly think and understand who you are and where you're at and why you're feeling off in certain ways, or if you're not feeling off, just take the time. Take the time to check in with yourself in a very intentional way and see where some of the some stuff needs to balance back out. Okay. Now, now that you've done this since, you know, clearly you pushed pause and went and meditated for an hour about this and saw the light. Um, now we're going to see how to see others. Now, I found a lot of fairly practical advice on how to see others. You know, give compliments, share your thoughts, serve, all great things, right? These are these are things we're taught from kids to go share, ask how they're doing, make sure they're okay. And an interesting thing I found, because again, I told you last time, I love seeing studies that have happened. And one of the things I found is that we actually have and are born with, and this is verified by most, multiple studies around the world, Europe, Asia, South America, United States, really cool. We actually are born with a compassion instinct. We are born with a desire to help others for no other reason than to ease someone else's suffering. And I love that. You know, it kind of goes like, are people inherently good or people inherently evil, which is a super fun debate. And if you want to debate that, I'll be here all day on either side because there's plenty of evidence on both sides. But this idea of a compassion instinct, like we get really caught, you can get really caught up in yourself. I've been more than guilty of this where it's all about me and I've had a hard time snapping out of it. But it's very comforting for me to know that there's a compassion instinct that we're all born with. So even even if I've lost track of it or forgotten it, I can tap back into it. Like it's something that's inherently there. So anyways, there's a practical advice. We have the compassion instinct, but Christy actually hit the nail on her head on the head in her interview when I asked this question. She said she set an intention every morning to be able to see others. If we ask for the ability to see others, we'll be on the lookout for opportunities to do so. After that, it's just a habit. So honestly, the best way to help see other people is be intentional about seeing other people. And we all know this, you know, whether you've prayed for something or you've just thought, okay, you know what, I'm going to focus on this now. All of a sudden you see it everywhere. It's like, it's like when my parents bought a white Suburban when I was a teenager. And then all of a sudden, once we bought that Suburban, we saw them all over the place. We didn't notice them before. And then all of a sudden we had one and we're like, holy crap, we're like one of a thousand on this freeway right now, you know? So honestly, I think that's the best way to just get going is, okay, I want to see others. I want to feel love for others. And the second we start looking for it, and again, I think this is a critical part of seeing yourself. Once you know what that feels like, you can see it everywhere and you can help others see it when they're struggling. So anyways, what has helped you be able to see yourself more clearly What has allowed you to see others? If I'm missing something obvious, I went on a long tangent, I apologize. Um, But if you have something that came to mind that's glaringly obvious that I missed, let me know, reach out. And let me know if there's something that you need. If there's a trait or topic that you are really hoping gets addressed, that that will help you. You don't necessarily have to know anyone. Um, I've been asking for nominations, but you don't necessarily have to know anyone. If there's something that you feel like you need, there's a trait that you want to learn more about for you, 
please let me know. Just reach out kayleespeaks.com slash podcast. Let me know. And if there's something that you need, I will go find someone for you so we can interview them and so we can dive into the trait because we all need something. And if I can help you get what you need, then fan freaking tastic. And I hope everyone's just doing okay. I think all of us are trying to get a little better and finish up this year. And hopefully the new year will be a good fresh start for us. And if it's not, that's okay. We'll figure it out together. That's, I think that's really the point in my mind of what 2020 has become is we're all just trying to learn how to figure this out together. We're trying to learn how to love each other. We're trying to learn how to understand each other in a deeper way. And a lot of stuff globally, you know, nationwide, what have you, is try to intervene with that. But I've been very overwhelmed with how much love I've seen from so many people and so many trials and challenges that people have gone through. And I hope to continue seeing it. And if there's any way I can help, let me know. I hope everyone has a really great day. And I can't wait for you guys to tune into the next interview. This this was our first nominated interview. That is our next episode. And I can't wait for you to hear. It was awesome. Anyways, have a great night. And I hope you're all doing well.